0: Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing. This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm answering a question from one of my lovely Pod School students, Laura. She emailed me to ask whether she should start posting on her social pages before her first episode is live. So she's currently in the process of creating her first few episodes, and there's nothing necessarily on the page. She hasn't got a feed yet. It isn't in iTunes yet. So can she start posting and creating that kind of social presence before she actually has a show? This is a Fabo question, a very good one. And I always love it when somebody just drops something in my head and I think, geez, I bet you're not the only person that thinks that. It's very hard when you don't necessarily have something to sell as such. So you don't have a feed in iTunes or something to point people to to build that anticipation if you've got nowhere to point somebody. So I just wanted to talk you through some of the ways that you can do that that's not weird. And the first thing I just wanted to discuss was about the idea of creating independent social pages for your shows. Sometimes, because we're all a bit obsessed with the old social media, the first checkbox on the to-do list can be set up social pages for show. Sometimes this will be a great idea. Sometimes it will be impossible to mush your personal brand in with your show and it makes total sense to make an independent Twitter account. Potentially with Instagram, this makes a lot of sense because maybe you don't want to mix your personal stuff up with your business stuff or your podcast stuff. So that can make a lot of sense as well. Facebook is another one where maybe a page makes sense. I had this struggle with my personal brand uh, because I hate social media, which is problematic because I understand it is a necessary evil. But I just did not want to be managing 25,000 pages. I also have a million ideas in my little tiny brain and I want to keep making new shows and the idea of having to populate a new Instagram or Facebook page or Twitter account for every single one of those shows terrified the pants off me. I also had an existing audience on those pages and it seemed so silly to me to start from zero. So I have kept my personal pages for Twitter, Instagram and Facebook And I tend to mix up my posts for pod school. I also post about you've got to start somewhere there. I also post about a couple of shows that I've created and hosted for the Mamma Mia podcast network. So I tend to put it all under the umbrella of my larger personal brand. This can be a good way to consolidate the assets that you have rather than trying to spread yourself really thinly over a bunch of different platforms But if it doesn't suit your show and it makes absolute sense for you to create a new sort of social presence – I would just advise to pick one platform, the one that perfectly suits your show. So if there's a lot of visual content that you can do, Instagram's probably a good way to do that. If you want to create a little community, maybe a Facebook group might be the best way to do that. I still, even though Twitter's a wee bit dead, I still don't mind it for sharing out podcast episodes and hashtagging. And, you know, I do see a bit of audience come in through that space. Uh, I guess because it's also difficult for people to click on a link in Instagram. Can we do that on a post please already? I'm waiting. So sometimes Twitter is a simpler way to share out little grabs and that kind of stuff. But that is just an initial thought. If you have spread yourself all over the internet's Maybe just think about whether or not that is necessary and whether you can actually house everything under the one brand so that you can just aggregate all those numbers rather than having 20 followers here and 150 followers there. You can try and build that one solid central audience. And then if you create new shows over time, you can seed those shows into those social feeds and encourage people to listen to that as well. So I guess the overarching brand becomes you as a content creator rather than the show or the podcast that you have. So how do you build hype if your show doesn't exist yet? This can be a bit weird, but here is some of my advice. The first thing is I would highly encourage, unless you are doing a topical weekly show that is of the moment and is of the news, so you need to be current and you need to be recording at the same time basically that you're releasing, I would try and record as much ahead of time as possible. So before I launched You've Got to Start Somewhere, I was recording for about six to seven months so, when it came time to start to promote the show, I already had little snippets of upcoming interviews that I could cut up and share on social media to create a bit of buzz about what was on the way. So, I created a coming soon um, episode, and that's something that I often do on the shows that I'm creating for Mamma Mia now. I'll pop a coming soon episode in the feed. That means that you can create the feed as far ahead of time. As you want to. So if you don't plan to drop your show until September, I mean, I wouldn't advise leaving just one sole little coming soon episode in there for that long. But you know, if you've got a month lead time or a couple of weeks until you're dropping your full episode. You can drop a coming soon episode in there and then you actually have a feed to point people to so that they can actively subscribe in that coming soon episode. You can talk about when the show is dropping. So when people subscribe and listen to the audio, they're not expecting another episode the next week. They know that they're going to have to wait two weeks or three weeks for it to come. And maybe there are some more little bits and pieces that you can use to create episodes in the lead up to that first episode where you can talk a bit about who the hosts are or give a bit of a highlights reel for some of the best moments coming up, you can use that feed then as a bit of a promotional tool to encourage people to get excited about that first episode that drops rather than just waiting until you drop that first episode and then going live with that and having nothing there. That means also that you'll have a bit of content to be able to share in the lead up on your social pages. A tool that I use, which is spectacular, is wave.co. I'll put a link to this on the show notes page. Just head to you've got to start somewhere.com and search promotion in the search bar there. Wave is a great way to create little cards that you can post on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you want. And you can actually put a little waveform there. So it's a little squiggly line uh, that will be animated when the audio plays. So you upload some audio to the card as well. And the card plays and the little audio squiggle actually moves with all of the sounds. So it looks like a video but you're really just using the audio from your show. And again, at the show notes page, I'll pop examples so you can see how I've used that in the past. This can be a great way not to just sort of tweet out and say, hey, I've got something coming, but to give a little picture maybe of one of the guests that you have on or you in your studio or whatever you want to use and a piece of audio so it's a bit more visually engaging for people and gives something for them to get excited about that isn't just a link to where they can subscribe. And a, I promise this is great in text. It's just really nice to be able to promote the show using the audio that people are going to hear in the future. Don't feel, however, that the only sharing that you can be doing is of audio or of pointing people towards your show in iTunes or wherever you've popped it. You can be sharing content that is around the show, so in the world of the show. So you're almost creating a bit of a content universe. for. That's just a bit of a wanky term, isn't it? But it sort of makes sense, I guess. If there are articles on the specific niche or the topic that you really like that really speaks to the tone of the show that aren't necessarily from you, you can share those out on your social pages, especially if you've created a brand new social page. Anything that you can do to populate that is going to be a good thing because you don't want people to come on the first day of your episode and see an empty Twitter feed or an empty Instagram page with tumbleweeds rolling through it. You need to create the brand if you are starting from scratch so that when people do start to come, there is something that already exists there. So it already looks like a show. If people just come to a blank page, they'll think, uh, is this a bot? Is this even real? And it can be weird in those early days because sometimes you are literally bleating into the wilderness, chatting to nobody, telling them, hey, come and check out this article. Zero followers. But while it can be a touch soul destroying in the early days, I have been there, it will be great once people start to come to that site or come to that social page because there will be an existing brand there. Maybe this doesn't make as much sense if you are using your personal branding pages. Again, it might. You might be able to find content that you can share to build buzz and hype in addition to the audio from your show. But certainly if you are starting from scratch, I would advise trying to get as creative as possible with the content that you can start to share out. I would write articles on your own blog if you have one and then share those and have the articles point into the content and have a little link down the bottom that points people to that feed where they can subscribe, where there's that coming soon episode. Anything that you can do to flesh out that content universe, wanky, 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 is going to be really great for when your audience do arrive because when they do arrive, even from day one, you want to look like a professional organization. Not that you're an organization, but a professional show, a professional outfit, somebody that is in the business, even though you're probably not making money yet, let's be honest, of creating content. So don't feel like everything starts from the day your first episode drops. Be creative about what you can be dropping in that feed before you actually get to that first episode so that you can be pointing people to your show a month before it drops And actually getting content, even some behind the scenes stuff is really nice. Once you get into the meat and potatoes of a show, you don't really flesh that stuff out very much. So in that lead up, it can be really nice if you can do a little audio package that talks about how you put the show together or just something that builds that connection to the brand before the show drops. And similarly on your social pages, A, think about whether you need them and whether it's just going to be a punish to populate brand new social pages and whether it might just be worth doing it on your own personal page. And then if you do think that it's important that you have something separate, start to build up the content in that feed so that it looks like a legitimate show. And you'll find with the magic of Yoldi hashtag that people will probably start to come and find you if it's in a specific niche or it's in something that people are searching for or they're interested in. They might not even know about your podcast, but you might just be posting the kind of interesting information that people might want to engage in. So they might follow you and then you'll have a few people there that you can already sort of send your show to. And of course, Make sure, while sometimes it can feel a bit selling you solely, that when you start to create all of these social pages and the feed for your podcast, that you're not embarrassed about just sending out a blanket email, begging your friends and family to get on board. You have a network existing in your life that will be supportive, especially when you say you're creating something from scratch that you haven't done before. Like That's a big thing, and people are very willing to help out in that sense. So you need to start with your own network so that you can build and build slowly, because that's the other lesson that's important to learn. It will take time. It really will. You may be one of the select very lucky few who gets a stratospheric rise because of some piece of media attention or because you just hit a nerve at the right time. There are plenty of examples of people who've done very well very quickly, but those are absolutely the exception to the rule. If you want a strong show that will have longevity and build really lasting fans, it is a case of chipping away at that marble block until something good comes out underneath it. You really need to dedicate the time. Don't feel bad if you haven't got any social followers and you're 10 episodes in and you're thinking, where are all these people? Sometimes it might take you a year to find those people. And that means that it might take them a year to find your social pages and your website. But you have to, at the center of everything, be really passionate about the content that you're creating, because otherwise it'll be really hard to be doing those early day slogs where no one's turning up and to be bleeding into the wilderness, as I said, if you don't love what you do. So make sure you're choosing the right show and the right idea and that you're in it for the right reasons, and then the rest will be much easier. I hope that's helped you think about some ways that you can start to share your show before it even exists. Thank you so much to Laura for the question. If you would like to jump on into PodSchool, you can find out how to do that at podschool.com.au. It is my online podcasting course that takes you through all the steps In the process, you can find out more at podschoolpodcast.com. If you are finding these episodes useful, please head to iTunes or wherever you listen to the show and leave a review. I am always happy to hear from you. I'll see you next week, and until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today.